Welcome back to All Things Creepy. I'm your host, Micah James. And this week, as promised, I am taking a break from creepypastas and I am bringing you a horror movie survival guide. As of recording this episode, Scream 6 was recently released, so I took inspiration from that and decided to put together a little something to help you guys survive your own horror movie in case you find yourself in a similar situation that originally Sydney Prescott had found her in. Now, let's begin, shall we? How I'm breaking this episode down is the first part, I'm going to tell you how you can tell that you are in a horror movie. The second part will tell you how to greatly increase your chances of survival. Now, notice how I said greatly increase your chances. I cannot guarantee that you will survive your horror movie, but these rules should help you out in the long run. So how can you tell that you're in a horror movie? Number one, You should pay attention to the music. Every single movie, regardless of genre, has a soundtrack. And like other genres, horror has has certain music that gives you the hint to which genre you're in. Ask yourself these questions. Does the music sound ominous or tense? Did it start off softly and gradually get louder? If you answered yes to any of these questions, there's a good chance that you are in a horror movie. Number two, the house or apartment is making strange noises. Now, here's the thing. There are certain everyday sounds a house or apartment makes that aren't concerning, and you know these sounds. It could be the fridge making its normal fridge noises. It could be the boiler. But the thing is, you know these noises, like I said. The thing is, you'll know these the noises that aren't supposed to be there. It could be hearing laughter inside a room where you're the only one there. It could be footsteps in that same room where you're the only one. If you're a skeptic like me, you might want to go check it out. And I don't blame you. Because like I said, I would want to do the same. But please don't. Give yourself that head start and just get the hell out. Don't give the monster the chance to kill you. Number three, the monster seems to keep up with you even if it doesn't run. If you've seen Halloween, you probably know how I got this rule. But Michael Myers is always right behind his victim, in case you've never seen it or need the reminder. In some parts, he even seems to get ahead sometimes. Unfortunately, there's nothing really I can tell you to be prepared for this. It's just like a straight-up fact. 
just do your best to put distance between you and the monster. Number four, your kids and or pets are acting strangely. I feel like this might be pretty well known, but in case you don't, kids and pets can see things and sense things that adults can't always see or sense. So pay attention, but also pay extra attention to your children if you have any. Those little buggers can get easily possessed or injured or anything else, so just pay close attention to them. Number five, you were warned about a town or a certain location in that town. The locals, natives, old man, whoever warned you would know the best about that area. So heed their warnings. If it was about the town as a whole, get the hell out of there ASAP. If you can. If it was about a certain location, for the love of all things good, please do not go there. That shit that was in there can and probably will follow you home. Number six. An inanimate object starts moving, speaking, or otherwise doing spooky stuff it shouldn't be doing. This goes especially for dolls and other similar toys. All I can say is just don't throw it out because it will come back. You can always try to, but it's a bad idea. You can always try pawning it off if you're able to. See if someone will take it off your hands and that way you specifically don't have to deal with it. But again, that's that's no guarantee that it won't find its way back. And finally, for this section, number seven... Your car battery is dead or just otherwise won't start. Your car in general just won't start. The best way to combat this is to constantly make sure your battery is charged up and up to date as possible. And always make sure that your tank is full, at the very least, mostly full. You want to make sure that it's more than halfway full at the very least, like absolute very least. Your second best option is to have a bike, a scooter, a skateboard, things like that, some sort of backup transportation. Sure, it's not as fast as a car, but it'll hopefully get you some sort of dis- some sort of distance between yourself and the antagonist. Now with all that out of the way, we're going to talk about how to survive this shit. And here's the thing, before I get into this, Fear does weird shit to your brain. So some of this stuff will be no-brainers because hopefully at this moment you're not too scared. Because So with that being said, just bear in mind I'm telling you this stuff because if you are stuck in a horror movie situation, fear is going to do weird shit to your brain. So the first and possibly the most important Rule is that there's strength in numbers. Again, right off the bat, I'm starting with potentially the most no-brainer thing out there. But this is just so important. Unfortunately, some people might die. I know the the I know that the main goal is to leave with everybody alive. 
but life is hard but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier hi my name is blue Toulousma. i'm a writer an emotional intelligence coach and the host of humanize with blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room a great conversation is almost guaranteed Join us every week here on ElectroCast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. ElectroCast. It's better to leave with 90% of your crew than 0%. But again... Strengthen numbers. Do not leave your group. And with that, number two, if you are going to split up with the group, take someone with you. You could potentially just be going to the bathroom. Maybe you're going on a supply run. Doesn't matter. Take someone with you because four eyes are better than two and two brains are better than one. Plus, you can. You also have four ears, so that's doubly looking out and hearing out and god forbid it comes down to it use your buddy as a human shield at the end of the day i won't lie you kind of have to protect yourself look out for yourself but do your best not to kill your friend number three invest in non invest in non-firearm weapons the thing is this is a typical role for zombie flicks, and like it's especially true for those kinds of films. However, a firearm, a non-firearm, will help you so much, even in those non-instances, those non-zombie instances. Because as far as you know, there could only be one monster, but... If you shoot that gun, you might end up calling its friend, its much stronger and scarier friend. So be safe. Bring a crowbar or a bow and arrow, anything that's more silent than a non-firearm. Number four, whatever you do, don't go up. Don't do it. The only exception to this rule is if you have some sort of escape route. Maybe you have one of those like fire ladders or something like that. That's fine. Otherwise, if you don't have that backup plan, say your last goodbyes. This could be your last goodbyes to your friends, family. Hell, it could even be your last goodbye to a limb. Because you might be jumping out of the second story or higher. And that's a great way to lose a limb. Number five, dump the person suggesting the splitting up of the group. Again, this is kind of going back to rule number one. The thing is, if he wants to do it so badly, let him go by himself. He is, without a doubt, going to get the entire group killed. If you are that guy who is suggesting that people split up, you have one of two options. Be on the safe side and shut up and stay with the group. Or 
again, shut up and just go off by yourself. Staying with the group, the pros, you're more likely to survive. Con, you don't get your way. But on on the downside, on, on the plus side, if you leave, majority of the group is bound to stay alive. You're giving them a way out. Number six, I feel like this one is like one of the more common ones to be known, but don't have sex. And kind of on that note, don't do anything remotely sexual or romantic. That means no hand-holding, no kissing, no hugging, and especially no penetration. I'm not saying to break up with your significant other. I'm just saying be careful. Don't be the couple who gets murdered. Almost every single couple that has some sort of sexual or romantic relations like very obviously and very high key they get killed so if you want to live at least try to avoid those actions until you're in the clear or you're at least you're pretty sure you're in the clear number seven i kind of already touched upon but listen to your pet or child as i've said pets and children can more easily sense something evil or otherworldly or whatever So if they're acting strangely or differently, again, please pay attention and get yourself and your family out of the house. If it is attached to the pet or child, contact your local religious leader, whatever kind of religious leader that they are. Eight, again, I kind of touched upon this, but if something is abandoned, there's probably a good reason. It's a very common trope. Every abandoned place is just super fucking creepy. And again, there's probably a good reason for that. The warehouse that people are warning you about could have had a a fire. Churches, one of the clergy people could have been practicing dark magic. In that asylum horrible experiments in the town if someone warned you about a town there could have been an awful plague of something so if it's completely empty just turn around it's just not worth it to explore number nine wear sensible shoes again this might be another super no-brainer but again fear does things to your head You will have to run. There's no doubt about it. So just wear shoes that will allow you to run. Number 11. Number 10. Sorry. Number 10. Wear sensible clothes. This kind of bounces off the last rule. Something that you can easily run in. If you are going to wear a skirt or a dress, make sure like It's flowy enough where you can easily run, but not so flowy that the killer can grab you. Number 11. If you think the villain is dead, don't, do not go to check. Because best case scenario, it really is dead. Don't worry about it. Worst case scenario, it isn't. If the body is still there, there is that chance it's going to pop up and grab you. We don't want that. Just keep walking. 12. 
This kind of bounces off 9 and 10, but cut your hair short. Long hair makes it easier for the killer to grab you. However, the thing is, if you can't part with your hair, don't worry about it. You can always just put it into a bun or tuck it into a hat. Just find a way to contain it, whether that's cutting it, tying it up, or hatting it. But again, just make it less easy for the, make it harder for the killer to grab you. 13. If you are experiencing unexplained occurrences, please leave. Sure, the presence may not be dangerous. Hell, it could be even warning you of something. But play it safe. You're in a horror movie setting. There's going to be something out there to grab you and kill you. So just get out as soon as possible. If you do want to pack, only pack the stuff that you need and only what you need. 14. Don't bury your pet, child, wife, or etc. in that strange cemetery. I will say this. If you've read or watched Pet Cemetery, you know. If you haven't read or watched Pet Cemetery, I recommend that you do. So that way, you know. And finally, number 15. Don't buy or build a house on top of dead bodies. The context does not matter for why the gravesite is there. Just don't do it. One of the best examples that I have come across has been the movie Poltergeist. If you remember anything from the original film from the 80s or 90s, they find out that their house was built on top of a burial site and you know what happened to them. So. Avoid that shit. Now, there's your survival guide. If you want to, I did write an article compiling all these rules. If you'd like to read it, it is in the show description. I All of my socials are over there, are in the show description as well. If you guys want to reach out to me. I highly recommend watching Scream 6. It was surprisingly very good. I went in with low expectations and I was so pleasantly surprised. It was just so good. Uh, not Maybe not the best Scream movie for sure, but it, it, like, it very much fit in with the saga as a whole. So if you get the chance to see it in theaters, I highly recommend it. There is an end credit scene so be on the lookout for that you do kind of have to wait until like at like the very end of the credits but like I said totally worth it in my opinion next episode is going to be 50 haunted places in the 50 United States if you guys have any ideas please reach out to me again all of my socials are going to be in the show description, but I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr, and you can always email me too. I'll see you guys very soon. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. 
Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 years of music with 50-year-old white guys. Electric Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. 